does anybody have any questions or anything before we start? All right. So, you guys ready to get started? Yes, sir. Okay. Let me get my stuff together here. Three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Pointcast Recap, the podcast where we talk about the latest news featured on our social media pages. Uh, this is the news that matters most to our voters, and we encourage legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear. I'm your host, Joshua Hyde, and with me is our analyst, Alex Crohannon, and our writer, Anthony Arnold. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, man. Uh, all things considered, pretty good. Uh, we got out uh, socially distanced and uh, went out to a uh, to a park. So that was fun today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do believe parks are on like park activities are on the like list of uh, low uh, risk activities you can do because as long as you're smart about how you're around people, uh, there's not a whole lot that you should be able to get while you're out there hanging out in the park. So that's good. I'm glad you were were able to get out and have that fun. Um, Anthony, talk to us about our polls. What's going on there? All right. So uh, for our poll this time, I'm going to go back to a situation that came up on our Facebook page a couple, uh, about a week and a half ago. So the scenario was about two former classmates, uh, Lashana and Frank, who had recently reconnected on Facebook. Uh, After doing so, they discovered that they had a, pretty different opinions on the issues of the confederate flag and kneeling so we posed a two-part question Uh, the first part was asking if there was any equivalency between the confederate rebel flag and colin kaepernick taking a knee before nfl games and during the anthem so uh, basically uh, all the comments across all of our pages there was pretty unanimous agreement that uh while both could be considered symbols of protest the specifics of each uh, made drawing parallels very difficult. But there was a second part of that poll question as well. Uh, and that asked, if possible, how can these two resolve their differences? So nearly everyone who responded chose not to answer this part, uh, which is understandable. It's a really tricky question. You know, how do we reconcile our differences and can we resolve our differences right now? Um, but I thought that we, should answer that question since it was on our page and and we should try to at least give our feedback. So I'll start. Um, I don't think they can resolve their differences. Uh, I think dialogue and communication can narrow a gap, but it can never really completely get rid of it. And this is the kind of issue that to me, it indicates that their worldviews have diverged so much that there's not enough common ground to build off of anymore. Uh, but I am interested in what each of you think. So again, do you think it's possible to resolve their differences? And if you do, where would be a good place to start? So, so Josh, <laughs> I'll let you answer this one first, man. Okay. So um, you guys know that I'm notorious for making statements like people need to be smart or people aren't very smart when they say things like the Confederate flag is a symbol of something other than slavery but um this is actually a situation where i i think we as a people need to do a better job of learning because i think the the gap can be bridged but i believe the work has to be done on the part i don't remember the name uh on the part of the guy who felt that the confederate flag meant something other than what we know it to be and like 
that's why, and, and I'm pretty sure after this, and I don't think it was sparked specifically by it, but shortly after this, I saw a lot of things fall, like, you know, going around uh, Facebook about what the Confederacy was and how long it lasted and just kind of bringing to light a couple things that people may not really have known or understood about the Confederacy as a whole. And I, I think that the the differences can be bridged, but it requires one one specifically one of them um, recognizing that there may be more behind the symbol than they had originally thought and possibly changing their mind about why or how important they think it is. So this is what I mean when I say, you know, it, it, it's involving learning and a changing of opinion because all the growth that I've seen ever since all this started going down has come from exactly that. The changing of opinion and the learning of information that they either didn't have or didn't want to have previously. All right, cool, cool. What about you, Alex? Is it possible? And if so, where's a good place to start? Um, so uh, anything is possible, uh, basically. Um, Time uh, and not as a possible, uh, I don't, but we're not going to get into that. Not going to get into that. Uh, that's a trap. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, not and not to really like exactly parrot what uh, Josh was saying, though I mostly agree with uh, his points there. Um, so like facts generally don't change people's minds. Um, that's a conversation like not not in a vacuum. Uh, you have change has to come from within. Um, and so I would actually say I would actually recommend like in this particular example, I would do some research and see if I can find what experts would say, you know, um, Confederate, let's say the, the truth of the Confederate flag for people who don't want to listen to the truth about the Confederate flag and like, hey, here are some books. Oh, let's say uh, for for this specific audience, um, why don't you read this? And in exchange, why don't you give me a thing that you want me to read that I will largely just be like, this is nonsense. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually and I, I actually like that idea a little a little cultural exchange uh, as a as a olive branch. That's actually really good. That's why I wanted to ask you guys this um, because this is tricky space for people right now. There's a lot of disagreements and a lot of people are trying to figure out how we bridge the divide, which is why I think most people chose not to answer that part of the question. So I'm very happy that you guys were able to give uh, some optimism and some constructive advice on how we should go about handling this. So that's all I have for the polls. I'm not gonna lie, I totally forgot that question even had a second part. I was mostly just, I was mostly just like <laughs> yep. laser focused on the, the flag versus Kaepernick argument yep. and i was like no there's no way <laughs> but we we i feel like we all know where we stand on that kind of issue it's a yeah it's uh, we most of the voices and on those posts were pretty unanimous yep. in, in regards to how those things should be looked at but i think there's benefit in understanding why people think and feel the way they do but also making sure that they also understand why we think and feel the way we do yeah but I, I'm actually glad you brought that back up. So thanks for that. Thanks, yeah. for that, Anthony. Now, Alex, talk to us about our, uh, I was about to say about our polls. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> talk to us about our trends. What's going on? Um. So, uh, so COVID still a thing. Um, <laughs> as of, who would have thought, who would have thought, after all this time. 
Uh, as of today, I, I mean, I have terrible news. Um, as of today, uh, the United States is at two and a half million total confirmed cases. Uh, um, with forty-four thousand, uh, with forty-four thousand seven hundred and three cases reported today. Oh, today. Um, uh, up to now, we've had one hundred twenty-five thousand deaths, uh, with five hundred eight new deaths today. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's, that's, those are those are heartbreaking mm, numbers. That's they are. the The longer this goes on, the harder this gets to swallow. Um, uh, hold yeah. that thought. Hold that thought. <laughs> J- just a moment. Um, so states where we are continuing to see an increase in the number, a significant increase in the number of cases, are Alabama, Arizona, California, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, and Utah. Aren't those all the states that opened ahead of the curve? <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Um, hmm. with, uh, with the exception of California, um, yes. Huh. Um, but uh, the important thing, but something you might not have noticed about that, is who's not on that list? Specifically, Minnesota, New York, Kentucky, and Washington, D.C. That's a very good point. Yes. An incredibly good point. <laughs> and for those of you who may not have caught it yet, that's where most of the protesting has been happening. Right. Mm. So despite the concern about the, about the protests leading to a massive spike in number of cases, that's not actually what we've seen. Uh, what we have seen is, uh, and is, like you said, Josh, that the states that have been maybe too hasty to remove safety precautions and open up. That's mm. some karmic justice right there. Uh, n- n- no, no, no. It's tragedy. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's yeah, an that's active that's tragedy. Fact. It is well, a yeah. lack of leadership. It is a failure of leadership, specifically yeah. Republican leadership. Yeah. Like yeah. North yeah, Carolina, no. South Carolina, Utah, Arizona, Alabama, like heart of Trump country. Yeah. I, I mean, we, I won't belabor the point about how tragic it is, but I do, I, I do want to emphasize to people that uh, we have like surpassed the death total of World War I, um, and we are trending – like there are projections right now put us over 200,000, which is a Insane. mind-blowing number. So uh, speaking of mind blowing numbers. <laughs> oh no, we're not done. Oh, oh no. no, we're not done. We're not done. Oh. Okay. So globally, we are at about 10 million confirmed cases, 500,000 deaths. Mm. So for those keeping score, that means that the US is contributing 24.5% <laughs> of the globe's total cases and 24.9% of the globe's total deaths. And because I can hear some of you screaming right now, uh, I'll look at the expected value. So there are roughly, these are rough numbers, 7.658 billion people in the world. 329 million of them are Americans which means the expected value is 4.23%. Meaning that we are about 600% more than our expected value. That's unreal. It is. That's gross. Uh, it's unfathomable. I mean, it's difficult. It, this is basically a failed state. 
type 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 scenario where you have to grapple with the reality that your country can't protect you in a very basic way anymore. Um, that's I'm just going to leave it there, <laughs> so we don't run forever talking about this. But fair. Uh, I say that's, that's, uh, that's, that's something maybe we could dig into later. Yep. Say, uh, the, the comparison I've heard uh, that I really have been holding on to is we're a third world country with a Gucci belt. <laughs> I, I see that. I can see that. All right. Um, so th- now let's move on to something slightly happier. Uh, and that is uh, the, the protests, right? So cities across the nation are continuing to see protests for the wrongful deaths of black Americans, such as George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmed Aubrey, Elijah McClain, and many other victims. Um, additionally, across the country, we're continuing to see rising support for Black Lives Matter. Uh, with a recent Monmouth University poll showing that 76% of Americans consider racism a big problem. Good. Good. Uh, so uh, on a state, like on a state level, um, Kentucky, despite weeks of protest, uh, one officer involved with the raid on Breonna Taylor's apartment has been fired, but no charges have been filed. Uh, in Minneapolis, the city council has unanimously voted to abolish the Minneapolis Police Department. In Georgia, all three men involved in the death of Ahmed Aubrey have been indicted with felony murder charges. Um, in Colorado, um, as of a couple of days ago, Governor Jared Polis signed an executive order uh, to re-examine the police killing of Elijah McClain. And on the national level, the House has passed a police reform bill and has uh, sent that to the Senate. The Senate has said that they are crafting their own bill um, with Republicans doing one thing and Democrats doing another, and the Democrats saying that we will block the Republican bill unless they agree to bipartisan talks. But all of this is likely to amount to nothing because the president has said that regardless, he will veto it. Yeah, so that actually bleeds really, really well into one of the first things uh, I wanted to talk about here, and this is going into more of the the very recent news happening on the Facebook page, um, and that's that's uh, how even though we've had however long it's been of protests, I mean it's it's been several weeks at this point. Uh, we you've just illustrated some of the reasons why meaningful police reform legislation probably won't or can't happen i would like to throw some caveats on that because what like what we've seen like what we're seeing out uh, i think it's hard to argue that what's happening in minneapolis is not meaningful police reform that's fair it just it's a yeah we're super unlikely to get anything at the federal level but Honestly, I think that's probably the better way of handling this. Um, I, I know wild for me to say, but, <laughs> but I actually think this is one of the few times where like a patchwork and a local solution um, allows for experimentation and you can roll and different places can roll out different reforms and try different things and generate a whole bunch of data so that we can actually... Um, determine what works uh yeah i think that's true actually um yeah i mean while the problems are generally the same each 
local each city knows what they they, they know what they're dealing with uh, the activists in those communities not only do they know the general problems better they also know like specific officers who are trouble spots I guarantee you in places like Minneapolis or Baltimore you know who that cop is who is like if that guy shows up it's it's gonna be a problem so they know they know which cops are the problem officers they know so I actually agree here as well. Um, and, and also because whoever, whoever the next president is, they're still going to be dealing with an economic catastrophe and a pandemic. And there'll be no political capital to also reform the police. They'll use it all trying to get us out of those first two things. That's fair. That's that's fair. Um, so one of the articles that I wanted to highlight here, uh, and I've already kind of mentioned a little bit about it, but uh, it's the article itself uh, specifically chooses to focus on Minneapolis specifically, um, and how, given that that's one of the greatest centers for protests happening right now, um, it's it's very hard to actually pass anything that would make a difference as of right now, given that the people are calling for immediate change, not let's talk about this for a couple months and then put something in action later. Like people want something right now. And I think more, more so that's kind of what the article saying is that we, we may not get anything right now. However, um, we'll see what that ends up looking like in the future. I, I actually agree with you, Alex, in that, um, giving the states their own ways to handle that uh, definitely adds some flexibility to how we can try to implement these to see what works and what doesn't. My only concern is that if we leave it up to the state, they may not actually do anything. That is an option, is that they won't do anything at all, um, which is why I think maybe we need some action at the federal level, but that's that's a conversation for another day entirely. So yep. let's talk about the big orange. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect that to be that funny. Um, I didn't expect it to be compared to a citrus, but <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I, I'm not gonna go into it anymore because I'm trying. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be respectful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He, he is right. our president, after all. Even though I don't like him, um, there's been a lot of things. Uh, that we've seen both from him and around him that I wanted to go ahead and highlight as well. Uh, specifically, I'm pretty sure you, may, you guys have either seen this on the Facebook page or other things, because I've seen it floating around Facebook a while as well before this uh, article came to PointCast about the whole white power situation. Do you guys know about that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, retweeting white power. That's that's a thing that I never thought our president would do, but uh, here we are. Yeah, here we are. Uh, it's uh, it's amazing. I mean, you said it all. The president retweeted a video where a person said "white power." He's I think he's taken the tweet down by now. It stayed up for a few hours though. Um, I don't know. Like, what I don't, to say I don't to care if you removed it. The fact that it happened to begin yeah. with, in my mind, shows me everything I need to know about you as president. So yeah, tweet less, tweet <laughs> less, <laughs> preferably none, but I would merely settle for less. Um, so are we gonna, are we gonna talk about the, uh, the mini tweets, uh, 
from uh, from the president about the United States uh, Park Police, where he was trying to identify uh, protesters from pictures. Uh, I was gonna get to that too, but uh, we can uh, go okay. ahead. And, we can go ahead. Yeah. And, oh, no, we can we can we can bring it up now. That's it. It's in the same vein. So yeah. Like it's just another example. I'm like, why? Why is this even a thing that you think is okay? Right. Or why? Why is it? Why is that something you feel like you need to do right now? Especially right now. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't understand yeah. it, and I don't feel like I'm ever supposed to. Hey, so. hey, hey! In his, in his defense, they went after his boy Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. You know that the gen, the genocidal, the genocidal maniac. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, you guys are right. Um, again, th- the president needs to stay off of social media. Um, he has a lot to do. There's, there's a lot happening. I, his job performance, I think, I would never be happy with it, but I think it would be improved if he actually spent less time on Twitter reading his mentions. No one should read their mentions. Ever. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> props, especially if you're someone like the president. Props. <laughs> it's Just my saying. thought. I mean, I don't read my mentions, and I don't even use right. Twitter. So, right. But I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna make any speculation here because anything that I would say is only gonna be viewed as disrespectful because I have nothing but disrespectful mm-hmm. thoughts. So, <laughs> just yep. wanted to go ahead and throw that out there because that was something that happened very recently that's definitely worth looking into if you're anyone who um, it is looking for ammunition come November. Um, aside from that, a couple other things I wanted to talk about were uh, specifically Chase. And you guys may have seen this uh, on the page as well. Uh, Chase Bank had something happen. Um, They've been very, very quiet as to what it actually was. Uh, But uh, there's claims that, you know, their system was hacked or there's some kind of server issue or glitch that caused several people to either display or have money incorrectly shown or gained or lost in their accounts. And the interesting part about this is that Chase, specifically the company, has been incredibly quiet about the entire process. And that's the part that I think is a bit weird about the whole situation is that, you know, when things like that happen, in most cases, a company normally sends things out. They try to get it. They try to get ahead of it. They try to do all kinds of things. But uh, we, we see that Chase has not really said much of anything on the matter. Yeah, so, I mean, um, go, go ahead, man. Me. No, you're All cool. Right. Go ahead, man. So on the one hand, I would normally say that I feel like it would be irresponsible to uh, talk about, like, to talk, to speculate without evidence. On the other hand, uh, all the other um, uh, media places have said everything that it could possibly be, so uh, uh, it's fine. Let's just, <laughs> let's speculate. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not sure what it could be. I, I, uh, it's you know, I would prefer them to be more, more open, just because people are really nervous right now, and the last thing they need is anything weird happening in their bank accounts. I, I bank with Chase, and I can't, 
with everything else oh, happening, no. if I looked at my if I looked at my bank account and my balance was off, uh, I would blow my stack. I would just cause an immediate and total meltdown. Like I don't need this right now. So please be transparent about what happened. Uh, good, bad, ugly, whatever. Just be transparent, please. That's my thought. Like especially when you're a company as big as you are with the the customer base that you have. Like I feel like you can't afford to be silent in situations like now. So I. I would agree, and rational. I think rational people would agree, which makes their silence um, me say, which sorry, which says something like more uh, cynical or more serious about their silence, right? Right. Because fair. what I say, what if the truth is more terrifying? That's right. pretty fair, actually. Yeah. Yep. So we can we can go ahead and move on from that. Just wanted to point that out. Now, the last thing I wanted to mention, and this is this is something going into. Uh, one of the one of the things you had mentioned about the polls, Alex, is the whole thing in Mississippi uh, taking steps toward dropping the uh, the rebel image from the flag. Did you guys see this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's the, the article itself explains this uh, a lot better than I'm going to. But for the most part, uh, there's lots of uh, talk being done, and as of right now, uh, there's there's uh votes being done and other things along those lines uh to see if uh effectively the to see if effectively the the rebel flag uh will be removed from the mississippi flag and there's a lot of quotes from people about um you know how they feel about whether or not it's being taken down and if it was going to be done um i'm just interested to see exactly how that's going to play out as of right now because i don't believe it's been officially determined yet Actually, I thought I read some, I'm looking for the article now. I thought I had seen that they had, there was an official motion passed. Uh, while he's looking that up, uh, it's, it's good that they're having these discussions, obviously. Uh, that, that symbol is offensive to a great number of people. And I recognize that for some people it's not. Um, but for people who, who support, who want to fly the flag, while I don't agree with them, obviously, um, they'll continue to they can continue to support it privately. Um, while I wouldn't do that, they're they can. No one's telling you like, look, if you want to fly the rebel flag in your garage, I'm not, you're allowed to do that. Um, but the state shouldn't do that because it's a, it's a civil war, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, per the Guardian, the uh, state house has voted to remove the current flag, and senators will decide uh, if a new design, a new design without the rebel flag, will be commissioned. Ah, yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, I think in I I'm not, I don't have it open right now, but when I was reading the article um, in preparation for recording today, I I thought it was talking about how uh, it was, it was like the bill was being put in place, not that it had already passed. So that's good. That's actually yeah. a really good thing to hear that process is actually happening on that front instead of it just being something that we talk about. Because I think a lot of, a lot of my issues with a lot of the ways these symbols and everything else are being treated right now was the same thing that we're seeing with police. It's that, that it's not that there aren't people who want the change or that there aren't people who want to make that change. It's that in many cases, it probably won't happen soon. Right. And that's the issue is that we need these things. A lot of people want or even in some cases need these things to be happening very quickly. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is a great little <laughs> recap. 
roll credits about uh, <laughs> what what we've been what we've been seeing on the Facebook page. If you want to see more articles, I didn't highlight exactly everything that's that's come out within recent time, but there's a lot of a lot of very interesting things to read there. So definitely check out that Facebook page, like we always say, and the website as well. There's a lot of interesting things on there. But in a general sense, uh, recap is brought to you in part by El Yag Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians, and as of course Pointcast News. To listen to any of our other podcasts, please visit our website at pointcast.news or of course find us on apple podcasts like i said before check out the facebook page we really like interacting with you guys especially on the posts and the polls everything else as well thank you guys for listening you guys have a great rest of your day